What kind of keyboard do you have? Um, that's just the new Mac, the new Max keyboard. Ah. It has like, it ha- it's not, it's tiny, tiny, I don't know. Welcome to Web of Tomorrow. I'm Adam Harris, and this week we've got Zuhir Shahud. He's a web engineer, focuses on UI, and he aims to make the mobile web as native as possible. He organizes the Sydney Progressive Web Apps Meetup Group, and he also helps Arabic-speaking refugees get a better life by teaching them how to code. And he's also the creator of Preact Habitat. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. First, let's talk a little bit about what is Preact for anyone who doesn't know. Preact is um, uh, its alternative library to React uh, that uh, almost everyone knows. Uh, it's just lightweight and has the same API. So if you already have the React code, you can convert it to Preact in like two minutes because it's same ES6 API in order to change anything. Um, however, it's lightweight, around three kilobytes. Yeah, so um, Preact is currently my new favorite. Um, I'm using it actually at my job uh, and also my uh, side experimentations and little projects. Cool. So do you know anyone on the Preact team? Uh, yeah, actually, I know um, I know the maker of uh, Preact. Um, I, I only met him after he created the library and um, he started talking about his library. I saw him tweeting about it and so everyone like really impressed. I heard them being mentioned many times uh, from Google engineers in um, uh, in the talks and conferences and stuff. So yeah, decided to look at it. And uh, once once I decided to like to try it, I had like a React code base and um, I just aliased it and it, it worked. I didn't change anything. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so kind of followed him on Twitter and we started chatting a few times. Yeah, he's a uh, he's pretty, pretty smart guy. He's really smart and uh, love his work. Many people like keep saying, oh, it's lighter weight. Could, it can be not compatible 100%, can have bugs, can have... Uh, uh, not supported. I, I don't know. Like I've heard, like uh, many people, uh, scared of the size. Honestly, um, uh, we're going. We're gonna go to production using it uh, at Qantas Airways. Um, so far, it's passing all uh, all our tests and all our cases. We don't have any really edge case where React didn't work. Um, so um, it's working like really well for us on IE nine plus and all browsers. So. Yeah, but again, uh, I wouldn't know like if it's going to work for Google or Facebook or other people because I'm pretty sure there is some uh, justification for Facebook's 190 kilobytes. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and then yeah. if you did run into any problems with it, you could just switch to React really easily. Yeah, exactly. And I can also use like React. Um, uh, if there is kind of any, any React component, I would like to get to my project. Um, um, I, all I need to do is, if it's like React, let's say select or React, I don't know, map or React something, and someone wrote a plugin for it, and it's like just uh, um, ready to uh, be picked up and dropped in my project, I can just also always, like, I can always alias to preact um, and in my Webpack configs, and just uh, things should work out of the box. So it's pretty pretty exciting and interesting. I really like think it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to only get bigger and better, especially now everyone is like trying to fiddle with it or already like 
putting it in their projects and building things with it. So, yeah, I quite like it. Yeah, yeah. So what is Preact Habitat then? Um, yeah, so um, uh, Preact Habitat started when I was um, um, uh, when I was at work, um, kind of thinking of a way where we have um, a component that has to be put into multiple websites, um, single login, uh, and other um, uh, booking stuff and points and stuff, and etc. Like f- few things that need to be repeated in multiple websites. Um, as um, um, my employer like has lots of websites and lots of pages that can reuse things. Um, and as I said, like login is one of them. I wanted to uh, build a widget or a component, and I want the other team who owns another another code base, another project in my organization to just plug it and and should work out of the box. It's like pasting some Google Map. Uh, JavaScript and initializing it or like something just script, put the script in your HTML and my React component will work because we don't want iframes and and we don't want them to put extra effort in in changing anything or making anything. So um, what the Habitat does is you use it to render your Preact component, but it won't ask you specify the DOM element where do you want it to be rendered. Like you don't have to say, I want it to be rendered in a div that is called login dash widget dash something. You don't say anything. You just put it to render and wherever you put the script in the in the HTML, it will just load there. Um, there is also ability to um, uh, to make multiple clones. So if you have a login widget and you want it in a model and you want it in a side uh, of canvas uh, login, uh, sorry, of canvas uh, mobile navigation menu or something, you can repeat the same widget multiple times. And uh, that was the initial, the initial kind of um, idea uh, where it started. Everyone loved it at work. Uh, however, the business needed uh, something other than uh, what I'm exactly building. So um, I have a script uh, tag, and I say that's widget config. It's the type is widget config. It doesn't render. It just holds configuration for the widget. Uh, the business like to have a data attributes instead of like uh, a script config. So I kept my little. I kept my my first initial uh, uh, prototype. I kept it on the side and uh, did another version that actually meets my uh, uh, my business expectations. Um, and uh, we manage it on a private repo for work. Um, and this one, like, I really did want to make it, uh, to put it out there and maybe other people will benefit from it if they want to make, like, some video player, if they want to make some uh, login widget and send it to the outside world, uh, to blogs, WordPress, PHP websites, or Java applications, something there should benefit from it. Um, yeah, so that's that was the idea, and uh, that's how it works. What, so what were you saying about the configs? If, let's say, I want to clone my widget in another place in the DOM, uh, the clone has to be inside um, a script tag in the DOM, and the script tag should have a type, but type is not application JSON uh, or like text JavaScript or something. The type is widget slash configs. Uh, this, this script will actually not be branded at all. It will just hold the JSON, uh, a JSON object that I will be looking at, that React Habitat will look at in order to know if it needs to, um, if it needs to to clone other versions of the repo. And what it can also do, uh, which I have it on my uh, to-do list for the Habitat, it can hold the props. So if your website wants to give me props, if let's say video ID, if you want to give me video ID or you want to give me something, you can put it in this JSON and I can take it to my component as a prop. 
So uh, that's now um, uh, on my first item on my to-dos. Okay. Probably we'll, yeah. we'll build it in the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. I was looking in the issues, and uh, that was one of the first issues I saw was the ability to take yeah. props. Yeah, I've yeah. I've been playing around with it a bit, and um, just I feel a little limited on what I can build until props are available. Like you you mentioned yeah. Yeah, a exactly. video player. You know, one of the things I would like to exactly. make is an audio player. But you, yeah. you, at the minimum, need to be able to pass what the audio file is or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think having props will um, uh, will add a lot of more value to the to the to the component. Uh, uh, but again, I will um, I will be I will actually be putting it out there. So maybe people can help me decide if they would like to have a props on data attributes or they would like to keep it inside like config uh, config thing. So. Um, I would like also like to get insights uh, what people like more or better. Again, um, uh, my business likes the data attributes. I like the JSON config, so um, I would like to take open source community's opinion on this and build something that is better for all of us. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it could probably work either way as well. Yeah, I can. I can have both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, it's uh, it's a, it's a pretty lightweight, and um, and adding 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 multiple options and then importing one of them will not will not affect you at all. Mm. Um, so if you just specify, if I can like make it two in one to take either props or to take it like data reviews or take other thing, but you you don't use it, you don't use both at the same time. So the size should be always like pretty perfect, I think. Okay. So. So the way it works is you build a Preact component, and then you yeah. run npm run build, and then you end up with a bundled JS file, right? Yes, the JS file uh, is a UMD, so yep. you can just uh, you can just put it anywhere you want. And, and, and so what what's included in that bundle JS file? Is it all of Preact plus your component? Yeah, so it includes uh, three kilobytes of Preact. And one kilobyte for my component, and then your component. Okay. So I have you have you you will start at four kilobytes, and you build on top of it. Um, so if your component is like sixty kilobytes, it will become sixty-four. Okay, nice. Uh, my login, the login component I put I put on the demo website was eighteen. I built another component. It was much much bigger, uh, and it had Redux. It had um, other stuff. Uh, it was fifty-eight. Uh, with Redux, if you have, if you add Redux, you add also one more kilobyte, or maybe two more kilobytes. Okay. It's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty good. I mean, really Redux is also like very light, very lightweight. So uh, Redux is very lightweight. So it's not, it's not. If you just add it, you're not bloating anything. So is this your first uh, open source project? Kind of, yeah. Um, I've been, um, I've been out there watching, watching open source and Twitter. Uh, since probably February last last year, uh, by February last year, I mean every day. So prior to that, I used to look at Twitter maybe once a week and GitHub uh, when I need something. Uh, but since February last year, I I started to follow like uh, follow people on on Twitter that actually very active in open source and start looking at packages even then even if I don't need them. Um, like try to shift my my focus on uh, looking at what I need at work, and use it to like look at everything and get some inspirations, get some ideas. Um, and um, I was like pretty pretty happy uh, looking at um, um, looking at other people' ideas, other people' way of doing things. 
Um, and um, yeah, uh, so since like February last year till today, I'm actively um, um, looking at um, um, engaging with people on social media. Uh, on on GitHub specifically, uh, because unfortunately I can't I can't always justify uh, putting time to contribute um, uh, from my work. So I have always to do it like night times or like uh, on side things. Um, I have um, I have small minor contributions. Um, I have like um, I don't know. I have like multiple other repos I started but didn't uh, didn't really like make it out there because I it was for my, something for myself I would I love to put out there uh, but yeah this one I think I think few people liked it and uh, uh, I consider it like my first uh, my first really nice uh, nice thing that other people will really benefit from it if, if they wanted yeah, yeah I can I can tell you you put some effort into it like like the logo for instance it's really cool <laughs> like who who made that logo I actually made it <laughs> Nice. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, the, uh, one of the things uh, um, is if I want to put something out there, I I like it to be like very polished and, and uh, perfect. I put an effort in everything I do. I like details. So um, it was actually not. It's not like something very um, very genius. Very genius to do uh, once you know the recipe. Um, I just find like cool icons and uh, play with the sketch a bit. Uh, grab photo from there, icon from there, color it a bit, or like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's, I, it's fascinating. I think how just putting a little bit of effort into some sort of logo, anything, yeah. anything really that looks decent, is going to make your readme, make your repo look a lot more professional. Like even your little icons next to each each header is pretty is a nice touch. Um, I actually I actually started this idea when I was when I made like a little VS Code theme. So I made my own because I wanted to to work with VS Code, but I hated all the themes there. So I made my own theme. Um, uh, it's it has like uh, it has little CSS issues. Uh, that's probably why it didn't it didn't really go uh, <laughs> viral. Uh, anyway, so. Um, uh, I started this in that repo, and I put VS Code icons next to each um, uh, next to each markdown headers. So um, I, I think I like this. <laughs> I'll be repeating it always. Nice. So if you want to make two or three preact components and and share them on and use them on another website, would would you have three copies of preact, or could you bundle them all together? For now, you have to ship only one um, one bundle per component. Uh, so yes, you will have three kilobytes repeated multiple times. But um, I think if you really if you really like one vendor, and you want to ship three components together, I need to think of um, of something for that. So probably you won't have a script that is embedded inside a div you want. You will have a script at the bottom that has three that has your three widgets together, and then like. Empty, empty divs or empty scripts to load your uh, your habitat in them. But for now, yes, you will have to repeat three kilobytes three times. Okay, unfortunately, yeah. Okay, so I think we've touched on a couple of these. But what features do you want to add in the future? First thing I'm working on is um, adding uh, the ability to uh, uh, pass props. Hopefully, we'll ship the first um, um, the first version of it sometime very very soon. Um, uh, another thing I want to add is um, uh, write uh, write a little um, 
a tutorial about my experience in isolating the CSS uh, because C your global page CSS might sometimes affect uh, the Preact component CSS and styling. So um, um, I've had some experience with that, and I would like to com like to compose it in in a blog uh, blog post or some kind of uh, readme or something on um, a few few ways to tackle these issues and uh, yeah and limit external CSS in the page to to affect your components. Uh, third thing I want to do is I want to have an inline uh, inline option. Inline option means uh, means the widget will be mount will be mounted wherever the script. Uh, low is so wherever you put the script in in the HTML, the script, the widget will be mounted there. Uh, but as you said, you might want to build three widgets and put every each one of them in a in a in a specific place. So I will I will I will make an option to make it like not in line and put the script at the bottom of your body, and uh, load three different things like a login and um, like a video player and audio player two widgets from the same bundle that use the same preact, not repeated multiple times. Yeah, um, so that those those three things on my bucket list. Um, I mean, uh, I mean the, the CSS thing is not a feature, but it is something that everyone worries about when they want to build ex, uh, ex, a preact component or react or preact component and ship to other projects on other places. Uh, and and it's still an issue in multiple in many projects that your uh, global CSS and global uh, global stuff is affecting the uh, the behavior of the component. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that right now. What what are the, some of the things you can do to prevent that global CSS problem? So um, um, let's say your widget is like my, my simple login widget had like a button um, and had a couple of text boxes. Um, the global side will affect it, and unless you um, um, you reset every component to its initial specifications, initial styles, like you know, reset it, CSS reset to to all uh, to all the basics, um, um, and then let the um, uh, let let whatever CSS you have bundled and you have coded in your Preact component apply its own styles. So that's that's one option, I guess. But that that, that sounds pretty hard. Um, um, actually, it's you can uh, you can do it just um, um, uh, as an all initial um, all initial thing, uh, but all initial thing will not cover all browsers. I think it's IE ten plus, so it's IE ten plus. So in every like input, you say all initial, and and it will get everything to to the initial state. Um, another thing is um, um, it can be like uh, bundling um, a little uh, CSS reset. Um, I don't know. I have to experiment with this more, uh, and uh, putting it under the uh, uh, namespace of our uh, parent CSS, parent CSS thing, um, because it is pretty impossible to make it like iframe, uh, to make iframe isolation uh, strong isolation like an iframe. It's very very hard. Um, uh, so kind of, uh, uh, it will only work the once I start experimenting and putting it into multiple places, and I get like a few Preact contributors or a few other friends on Twitter or something to also plug it into their their pages. You know what I mean? And and someone will will find a problem, report a bug, and we try to fix it because I'm pretty sure like um, I will be able to cover like 90% of the of the cases in in uh, in resetting and and um, and stuff, but I won't be able to cover like 100% until I work on it with 
with other projects, I can inspect and investigate the issues and stuff like that. Um, uh, there is also um, uh, there is also an issue that you uh, act like kind of its usability issue where where your widget will depend on um, um, on a parent page uh, um, media queries, which should not which which is not recommended at all. Uh, design has to be always fluid and. Um, uh, it has to be like independent to anything outside in the page. Otherwise, you have to keep maintaining your work that you ship to another project or your, um, another organization's uh, website or stuff. So, uh, yeah, there is um, uh, there is a few uh, CSS notes. Yeah, I um, I will I will be like focusing on them later later on um, during February month. Nice that um, all initial thing sounds pretty cool. I'd never heard of that. Yeah, it is. Uh, all initial uh, will basically gives you basic reset for every uh, to the basic specifications. Yeah, nice. So, is there any final things you'd like to say? Oh uh, yeah. So um, um, one one thing I really loved about uh, about uh, this project is I didn't expect like a ninety or kind of ninety five. I don't know hundred uh, favorites on Twitter and like so much retweets and so much. Um, uh, interact that that really gave me like a bit of more energy to allocate like more time and um, carefully like um, uh, keep my eye on it and and dedicate like uh, more time during the next month to make it better for myself and and for the other people who actually liked it on GitHub and Twitter and everything because every star and every like I got on these social networks means an interest of someone will be using it that will save them time and effort to to repeating the same thing so uh, kind of excited to to uh, put more effort into um, making it uh, really better. And, um, and yeah, uh, that, that was like really positive energy I got from social media and um, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to find it if it wasn't for uh, people starring it and tweeting it, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, so um, uh, kind of as a first really like nice thing, um, um, uh, yeah, I'm 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 pretty pretty excited to keep it uh, to keep it uh, uh, keep improving it and keep it better. Uh, especially my eye is always on Preact too, so I'm uh, I'm into daily conversations with Preact uh, uh, on Preact channel with Go team and with um, uh, contributors and stuff. So uh, yeah, having having my eye on Preact will always uh, make make Preact habit at uh, um, up to date with all the. Uh, new mindset of where things are going. Um, uh, there is also an interesting project uh, for Preact Web Components. So use Preact to make web components. Uh, I will be probably collaborating with the maker of that project uh, and bounce some ideas and see where we can go from there. Uh, because Web Components with Preact um, is really interesting idea I found the other day on GitHub and uh, yeah um, and the maker of it uh, is um, um, is in our preact uh, slack slack channel you get answers from people who made the plugins for preact and preact maker himself is also very open to questions and and very very like um, very nice person so uh, cool. thanks for coming on the show uh, thank you so much it was um, uh, pretty, uh, pretty nice, and uh, wish you good best of luck because it's a pretty amazing idea. I like it. 